What's up? My name is Mikhail Kuha and this is The Project. These are the conversations I wish I was exposed to when I was younger. It's a chance for you to think differently. It's permission for you to chase the shit you love doing in life. So grab a cup of coffee, turn up the treadmill or down. And if you're in the office, put in those headphones and stop listening to your damn co-workers because we're about to go in on another episode of The Project Podcast with your host, me, Mikhail Kuha. Guys, what's good? Welcome to today's first solo recording episode. Today, I really wanted to come on and speak to the exact reason why I've been resisting jumping on and recording this episode, which is I tried to do it once. I fucked it up. (laughs) I created a story around it that became a belief around who I am and started to shape parts of my identity. So what we're really going to unpack today on the episode is some past experiences where that has happened to me in life, where something has happened and I've created a story around it and it's shaped my identity. And then I come later on to question it. So if you have beliefs around yourself, I really invite you to challenge them and question them. And today we will be doing exactly that. Hang around to the end because I'm going to give you, I'm going to invite you to sit with some questions that can potentially start to shift your perspective on yourself, the world and your life. So without further ado, let's get stuck in. Thank you for dropping in and listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Guys, what's good? So I am jumping on today for the first Project Solo podcast. And the reason I'm jumping on today to record this is because there has been so much resistance around doing it. And that is the exact reason why I'm jumping on today. You know, I I initially wanted to jump on here and do solo podcasts and I done it once and I ran out of things to say and then I created this story around like maybe I don't understand a concept on the deep enough level to be able to go solo and speak on it for a while and I wanted to come on and speak to you guys about that today and that exact thing. So it's so op- often in life, you know, we we have these thoughts that pass through our mind, um, these we could be driving in traffic and someone cuts us off and we get really, really mad. And then in our head, we envision, you know, like pulling them out of the seat, punching them in the face, cutting them off, driving them off the cliff, you know, like there are so many thoughts we have on a day-to-day basis um, that a lot of people will not speak to other people about. If you're listening to this and you're one of those people, I can guarantee you've had thoughts that you're like, mm, I shouldn't share them with anyone because people might call the police and think I'm a bit crazy. And I want to let you know that that's okay and that's normal. And you can have thoughts like this sometimes because so often in life, you know, we we have these passing thoughts through our head, through our mind. And just because it's a thought you're having doesn't mean it's you. And what I mean by that is our mind cannot distinguish the difference between reality and TV and video games and what you watch on their phone and what you watch on the internet and whatever that is. And sometimes that that vision, that thought of you getting out and doing the thing you you thought about doing isn't you. And it's something that you've seen at one point in life and it's left a little imprint in your brain and then you've created this story around it. And now the, the long-winded reason I, I speak to this point and I had a lot of resistance to come on and film a solo episode was because for me, like I had that small experience where I jumped on one time and I rushed it and I didn't, ha- I didn't think it was good enough, so I never done it again. 
And it's the same as, you know, when we have a thought about ourselves, like we have this passing thought of, let's use the road rage, um, road rage for an example. You, something happens, someone pulls out in front of you and you envision doing the thing, you know, pulling them out, beating them up, whatever that looks like. And you make it a story about yourself, that you're an angry person, that you have anger issues, that, oh, I need to be careful because maybe I could do this or that you're a bad person, or that you need to have more compassion in life. And this then becomes a belief about ourselves. And with that belief, we carry that around because we had this thought this one time, or we have this thought that comes up now and then. But the reality is we have millions of thoughts every single day. And the one you grab onto, and you, you turn into a story, like an event happens, and sometimes this event can be internal or external. Right now we're talking about an internal event. So this internal event happens being a thought process, being a memory come up or something like that, and we give meaning to it. So we give meaning to it and we create a story around it. That story being this is who I am, this is what I think about, and that's the kind of person that does this. And this this then gets internalized as a belief about ourselves. So for an example for myself, I jumped on, you know, an event happened, wanted to record a solo podcast. The story I created around myself was that I don't know this enough to be able to speak on it for long enough to make an episode. And then that became a belief, event, story, belief. And the belief was I can't do solo podcasts. Now, I share this because the whole reason me getting on and doing this solo podcast is I want to share my internal thoughts, my internal dialogue with you guys, because I feel like there's a lot to take away from us sharing our internal our internal mindset and our internal frame because so often in life we can speak about everything happening external you know what's going on in the world what's going on with this this cryptocurrency you know what's going on with the job what's going on with the girlfriend what's going on with uh the gym routine you know and it's so often a lot of the internal thoughts and internal chatter we have so many other people can take a lot away from it and i know working with a lot of clients over the years I know how many guys come into a program and they believe they're the only one having the thoughts they're having. And they come into a group program and they share it and then five guys throw their hands up like, oh yeah, me too. Like I literally had that this morning or last week or that's been something that's been going on for me for years. And I love that. I absolutely love it when someone can come on and share that and be vulnerable and be courageous enough to be like, yo, this is what I've been fucking struggling with or this is something I'm unsure of or this is something I'm 100% sure of and then being okay with someone else being like, me too or someone challenging that. And it's it's so interesting because the 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 thoughts we choose or the beliefs we choose not to question a lot of the times are the ones we actually need to question in life you know an example of that would be mm, i'll use a personal example so one for me was um i've been going to the gym now for 10 12 years and <laughs> actually this is this is a double layered kind of um story so the the thought I had about myself and the belief I had about myself was I work too damn hard at work to have the energy to go to the gym after work. Like, if you go, this was my exact sentence to friends. If you go to the gym after work, you're not working hard enough at work. That was literally my frame. I was working in a laboring job doing bathroom demolitions and I was watching friends who work in office jobs 
And I would say, you know, if you've got energy at the end of the day to go to work, uh, to go to the gym, you, you're not working hard enough at work. You're bludging. You're not doing anything. And that was the frame and that was the limit I set. That was the ceiling I set on my daily uh, energy expenditure and the things I would do every single day. Mind you, I was going and getting um, Whoppers from uh, Burger King after work every day. So that that probably wasn't helping the my energetic capacity <laughs> and things I was doing every single day. So... That was the belief I had about not only myself, but everyone else around me, that if you have energy at the end of the day, you're just not working hard enough. Simple. That's it. End of the discussion. So what that then turned into was I started going to the gym with a couple of friends and I hated it at first because I was the skinniest, weakest kid out of all my friends. And being a competitive guy that I am, I didn't want to walk into a place where I wasn't already good at something. So as that evolved, I, I fell in love with the process. I saw the results and, you know, the gym is something that it has ingrained so many life lessons throughout my life. And I got to a stage maybe, mm, this would have been four years ago, and I moved over to Bali. And when I was living in Bali for a while, I was out of this culture of Australia where you know, a lot of my friendship circles were going to the gym six, seven, eight, nine, ten times a week. And I was one of those pe people going to the gym at one stage up to 11 times a week. Um, I know, right? So much time in the gym. And when I came over here, I, I sat on a few meditation retreats. Um, and they're being Vipassana meditation retreats. This is a 100-hour meditation over 10 days you meditate 10 hours every single day your days start at 4 a.m they finish at 10 p.m there's no talking there's no phones there's minimal minimal food it's usually a vegan or vegetarian based diet um you're not meant to be journaling either if you can hear any dogs in the background that's one of the eight dogs we have right now in the house um so it's a it's a very you strip everything away in life and when you do that and you create this heightened sensitivity and this awareness about yourself, you start to play the movie of your life or read the chapters of your life or unpack the book of your life and you look at every single event. Like if anyone has ever sat in, um, sat in? What, what is that? Um, if anyone's ever sat on a retreat like this before, you understand like you play everything that's ever happened in your life. And you start to look at it from an objective standpoint. An objective standpoint, if you can't see on the camera right now, is like a bird's eye view. So you can be emotionally at effect in that situation and be caught up in that story and tell yourself and justify everything that happened. But when you can zoom out and look at it from a bird's eye view, you can see maybe both sides of the story or you can see the reality for what it is. And essentially that is what this practice is. It's, it's allowing you to see reality for what it is and not from your side of the fence so much. So when I went through this, this meditation practice, I started to question things. I started to question everything, everything I'd done in life. Why had I done it the way I had? Why did I show up the way? Why did I ruin that relationship? Why did I leave that business? Why did I lose that money in this deal? Why did I trust this person when I shouldn't have? Why am I even sitting in this meditation retreat? Trust me, I wanted to leave a lot. And being able to sit in that, I started to question, you know, why do I even go to the gym? Like, what's the point of this? What's the point of going in there and moving weights every single day to go in there and do it again? Like, what hole am I trying to fill in myself? What, what, what 
how vain am I that I go in there just to look good, just to impress everyone else? Like, what is the point of all of this? And I started to ask all these questions. And this is, you know, when I was speaking before, you know, the, the most dangerous belief we have about ourselves is the one we choose not to question. So I questioned that belief. Like this was a, this was a, like an integral part of my identity and who I am going to the gym. You know, I was, I was going to the gym 10, 11 times a week. I was spending hours and hours in there and I sat with myself and I was thinking, well, what if I just don't go to the gym? What if I just stop? Then what? Like, am I dependent on looking a certain way? Am I dependent on this, this thing to give me happiness, to give me, to give me value in the world, to, to cultivate an identity that I really want to step into. So like I stopped, I came out of the meditation retreat and, you know, I went, I went to a couple of gym sessions. Um, and then I chose just not to go to the gym. I, and this is someone who like 10 years, like this is, I, in 10 years, I would have maybe only gone to the gym. Mm, some like the least I ever went to the gym was maybe twice in a week. And that was because of holidays or being sick or something, but it was always three, four times a week at least. So I stopped going to the gym to see what that was like. And the first week was okay. The second week, not so okay. The third week I was like, I was feeling lethargic. I wasn't as happy as I normally was. I didn't have that release. I, I, felt, I felt like there was this weight on my shoulders um, that I needed to just like shake off this, like this heavy energy. And I ended up taking three to four weeks off and then I got back into the gym routine and I loved it. And the, the biggest thing that really landed for me, and I really hope you guys take away something from this, is it wasn't the results I was getting from the gym. It was the process. It was the discipline. It was consistently showing up every single day. And, you know, the, the like when you really look into fitness, you can understand, you know, the serotonin, the dopamine, the oxytocin, all these feel-good hormones and chemicals get released when you have, when you work out and you train and the body is designed to move. And, I, I, I get all that and I understood that before, but for me, I was really questioning my intention in going there. And it the reality was it was to look a certain way. But what I've come back to realize is I'm a better person with the gym. Like I'm a happier person. I'm a more fulfilled person. I enjoy life more. And it's not the, it's not the end result that I, I was craving anymore. It was the process. And when you can enjoy the process, you know, I heard a quote that, the man that loves to walk will get so much further than the man trying to get to the destination. I may have butchered that. I'm not sure. But when you can enjoy the process of doing what you're doing, and sometimes maybe you do need to completely cut it off from life to be able to appreciate it and understand it more and almost understand yourself, like why you're doing what you're doing. So this has been a bit of a free flow episode today, but just to, just to recap those points we were speaking on, like A, you know, that the thoughts you have don't determine who you are. They, they do not create your identity. It's the meaning and story you wrap around the thought, which is going to give you the, the belief you have around yourself. And if we can really start to challenge these stories, you don't have to go sit for 100 hours in a meditation retreat to challenge the story of who you are and your identity and everything. But I just, I just really want to invite you at the end of this episode today to think about the thoughts you have 
right now about yourself, about situations in life, about how you've showed up potentially sometimes in life and question them. Is that true? Where in this thought process could I may be wrong? And then now if you're looking at past events in your life and how you've showed up, um, something maybe like more not so recent but you know a year or two or three or even months ago like it, it could literally just be actually a couple of weeks ago to be honest because the lens you're looking through life is different to the lens you're looking at through life when that happened and so often in life the lesson will need to repeat itself until it is learned so just a quick reminder here you know you're doing the absolute best with everything you have in life right now and so was Mikel <laughs> at 20 years old when he felt that everyone else going to the gym is just bludgeoning at work and they're saving their energy for the gym. You know, that was my belief. That was my thought. That was my, how I viewed the world. And that's okay because that's all I knew at the time. And then when I changed that and I implemented different practices and I developed myself in the gym, I started to realize, oh, actually going to the gym gives me more energy than not going to the gym. But Again, 10 years later, 10 years had passed. That became so normal. That became so a part of the routine. I was like, mm, what happens if I take this away? Oh, actually, I don't like that. So I really invite you to A, start challenging the current thoughts you have around yourself because maybe you are setting your own ceiling on your ability to earn money, to dive into relationships, to grow a business, to develop your body, to, to even spend your day. You know, I, I've worked with a, a client more recently that every single day he'd come home from work and he was like, I'm exhausted and my kids always want to play with me and I just don't have the energy to play with them. And I was like, well, don't you? And he looked at me like, no, no of course I don't. Look, I, I work 10 hours a day and I, I drive a truck all the time. And of course I don't have the energy, Mikel. Like you can see how busy I am. And I'm like, hmm, well, what do you have energy for? And he had energy for all these other things when he gets home from work. So I'm like, well, if we really look at this, like this is a choice. This is really a choice. You come home from work at the end of the day. You know, if your boss asked you, hey, um, I need you to do an extra 30 minutes today or an extra hour today because we're short staffed. Yeah, okay, I can do that. So why can you do that for work? But then you can't show up for your kids. It's a belief. It's a choice. And you've created a story around yourself and you believe that to be so damn true. This is the belief we're holding on to so damn tight because we can't, we can't see outside of it. And when we question this belief and we can see, hmm, where else in life do I have energy to show up? But then I don't have that here. Something to think about. So anyone listening here, again, challenge your current way of thinking because I guarantee None of us have this to have this life thing figured out and we're all trying to better ourselves every single day. And if you can start with the smallest of things, that extra little task when you get home, that starting that one step in front of the other, starting that side hustle, starting that business, whatever that is, if you can do this 1% better every single day, 1% better every single week, the compounded effect of that will change your whole life. We are so accustomed to instant gratification, Instagram, social media. I mean, you can have a website and a Shopify business set up in a couple of hours. It's, if you can delay gratification in life, you will see so many more deeper and wonderful results. A prime example of that is the gym. 
you know, you go into the gym two, three weeks, four weeks, a couple of months and expect to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in a year or, you know, whatever your goal body is and you don't get that, then what? You know, the process works. There's people out there who understand the processes in life that work. Find them, get around them, learn from them, and get clear on what you truly, really want in life. If you need help on gaining clarity, if you're a guy and you need help in gaining clarity in life, figuring out what your purpose is and finding what truly lights you up and creating a game plan to move towards that, reach out to me on Instagram at mikel.k, M-I-K-E-L-E dot K. I know the difference it can make to have someone personally, you know, holding your hand or guiding you through a process like this and gaining clarity in life. And I know the compounded effects and results that that can give for you. So if you feel like you're struggling, if you feel like you keep self-sabotaging, if you feel like you're spinning your wheels, you're sitting on the sidelines and watching everyone else crush goals and you want to get after it and you know you've got big dreams and desires inside, but you keep justifying why it's not going to work, drop me a message. And thank you for stopping past today. On the episode, my name is Mikel. This is the Project Podcast. Thank you for having a coffee with me today and we'll chat again soon.